their people that they protect. And they also have the means in which they protect them by. You know, like Batman protects the people of Gotham City with his high-tech gadgets and weapons. Spider-Man protects the people of New York City with his web-slinging ability. Thor protects the people of Asgard through his mighty hammer. And what makes this hammer so interesting is that the weight of it is so great that it can only be lifted off of the ground by someone who is worthy. In the Age of Ultron movie, each Avenger takes turns trying to lift it from Iron Man to Hulk, and no one can lift it. Captain America made it budge, but couldn't get it off the ground. Of course, the only one who is worthy is Thor himself. In much the same way, this hope and salvation that Christ followers have, that Peter has been talking about, is being guarded by God. And so God guards the born-again followers of Christ in Peter's day and in our day and for all time. And he does so by means of his own omnipotent power. Sometimes we play the silly part of the rest of the Avengers and we try to pick up the mantle of guarding and protecting our own salvation in life, maybe through good works or attending church or not saying or doing the bad things, but we aren't found worthy enough. Only one is worthy, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And this is the point Peter is trying to get across in verse 5 of chapter 1 as he ends this three-verse exhortation on the blessings of following Christ. Verse 3 was the blessing of the gospel, our new birth through the resurrection of Christ. In verse 4, we read about the blessing of heaven and our inheritance to come. And in verse 5, we're going to hear about the blessing of assurance. And so 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 5, again say, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who, by God's power, are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. So not only is our inheritance kept for us in heaven by God, but we are kept for our inheritance by God's power through faith. And so that's blessing number seven in our list of ten here. God's power. His strength becomes our strength. When you come up short, God meets you and fills in the gaps. You're not alone. God is with you. We don't have to try to pick up the hammer and do what only he can do. We can rest in his power. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Don't be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And Psalm 73.26 says, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart. God's power is yours. And the eighth blessing is that with that power, He is guarding you through faith. Other translations say he is shielding you. So if you are a follower of Christ, he holds you in his hand. Psalm 138, 7 says, Though I walk in the middle of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand delivers me. No one gets to you without first going through the Lord, and he has promised not to leave you alone or forsake you. And so this guarding is not just for day-by-day protection, but in the context here, he is guarding our salvation, our eternal salvation. 
And that's the ninth blessing. That no one snatches true believers out of God's hand. Your salvation is guarded by God's power. Through His guardianship and through His power, you can persevere till the end, until you stand before God and you hear, Well done, come and join me in my kingdom forever. And then the struggle ends. The flesh is forever crucified. God wins and we get to be on his team and enjoy the spoils for eternity. And so with all nine of these blessings from verses three through five in mind, God's mercy, our new birth, a living hope, Christ's resurrection, our inheritance, heaven, God's power, his guarding us in our ultimate salvation, the only response is how Peter begins the very next verse. He says, in this you rejoice. And that's our 10th blessing, that we get to live with rejoicing in our heart for all that Christ has done for us and all that God will do for us. Eugene Peterson said, there is no better summarizing and concluding word in all of scripture than blessing. It describes what we prize most in God's dealing with us and what is most attractive when we evaluate our way of living. And so, believers, is your life marked by rejoicing? Sometimes, maybe a lot of the time, we don't feel like rejoicing. Or maybe the days are just flying by so fast that we just neglect taking the time to stop and praise the Lord. But Psalm 134 says, Lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. And in turn, may the Lord bless you from Zion, He who made heaven and earth. And so it's a command from Scripture to bless the Lord. And here it even says, lift up your hands. You can lift up your hands regardless of how you feel. It's just a simple movement. You move your hands all day long. You can cause your hands to lift even when you can't command your heart. And I think this is why God tells us to lift up our hands to bless Him. Because if you do so, maybe your heart will get the message and also be lifted into rejoicing. So bless the Lord, because he has so lavishly blessed you and me with every blessing. Peter begins his letter with these five incredibly rich and uplifting verses, because the people he's writing to are living in a situation where they aren't necessarily feeling these blessings as exiles. And so next, he turns to the reality that, hey, following Christ is not always just about blessings, but simultaneously there are burdens for the Christ follower. And that's where we're going next time. But until then, let's pray. God, every good gift comes from you. And we rejoice in all of the blessings we have been given through your sacrifice, through your mercy, and your grace towards us. May we rejoice today and bless you through our lives so that others would see you through us as we bless and love others by your example. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.